All things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Yo, 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 grace and peace, grace and peace. Welcome, welcome to another episode of All Things Theology where I'm your host, K-Dub, and today... We're going to continue talking about Ishan Burgundy and Deuteronomy 28. But before we do that, if you're watching this, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're not. And as always, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I go live and drop content. So, as many of you know, I've been covering Ishan Burgundy and discussing the development, right? Ishan Burgundy, originally when he came out, stated that he would not... Or that he has not uh, changed only except that he believes that he's a Hebrew Israelite. All his doctrine has stayed the same. When our last video, we saw more development on that. And I think we're going to see more of that. But I want to show a video where he, he, it's not him speaking, but he shares a video of the breakdown of Deuteronomy 28. But I just want to show you this ethno ethnocentric focus that he has. But before I get to that, I want to quote some lyrics. Yes, I want to quote some quote a song from Ishan Burgundy called "Certified Gold." Certified Gold. Uh, this song came out a while ago. Ishan says, "Shouting out, sh oh, shouting out the unknown God." Think think it. Maybe the lyric is, shout out to the unknown God, like I'm from Athens. You might spend all of your time studying fashion or get obsessed with the essence of your black skin. That go for anyone that turned their color into God. The lust for supremacy. Fire bars right there. But we do see that that's Ishan's main thing. And I'm going to show that. So as I was preparing... I was, I, I've had this video prepared for some while to do, just waiting on a good time. As we have seen, the last uh, week has been filled with uh, chaos. We're not going to get into that tonight. Um, right, that was a straight diss back in the day to Hebrew Israelites, as Jay Manuel said. Yes, absolutely. But go to his YouTube channel. And you go to the community section. I'll share my screen with you guys. And it's filled with him uh, trying to dictate that the black people are the the he, uh, Hebrew Israelites that the Bible describes. That's his claim. He uses here he uses Sefer Bible. He uses First Peter two nine. This, and I'm self aware. He's a self awareness, and I'm I'm quite sure he's saying that. Well, this is speaking of the uh, of black people, right? Keep going down. Keep going down. He shares a lot of his wife stuff. Was that's cool. Um, he's in here. So, so this is, here's this tweet, right? That he shared. He says, don't ask me why the Messiah's skin color matters. Ask the fathers. Well, look who it is. Mr. Pagani. <laughs> What's going on, man? But yeah, Ishan Burgundy says, don't ask me why the fathers, don't ask me why the Messiah skin color matters. Ask the father. He's the one who made sure it was in scripture or ask the oppressor. He had an issue with it and made every effort to hide it. Ask them, not me. I'm just preaching truth and breaking chains. Hashtag your problem is not with me. <laughs> and then he says, with all due respect, for there is nothing covered that will be revealed nor hidden that will be, be known. So, right, he's this fascination with... Um, trying to prove his ethnic identity i guess apparently after someone after his last video someone was quite upset with him and he says i got a message from a rapper slash pastor i haven't talked to in a decade he says some people told him i was tripping if telling people to repent and guard the commands of yah is tripping what are y'all gonna do when christ returns there are people falling away but i'm not one hashtag respectfully um I don't know if Ishan Burgundy is very self-aware because that's not the issue that people have with you. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, um, here's here's a funny one. Tell the children of Israel to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations. You shall have the tassels that you may look upon it 
and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them. Numbers, Numbers 15, 38 to 39. And look, he says, look at this picture. This is proof that black people are the Israelites, right? And so I went online, you know me. <laughs> let me uh, send this, let me send this picture to my, uh, to my screen. Because this isn't proof. This isn't proof, right? If this is proof, what I'm about to show you is is proof as well, according to uh, the logic of Ishan Burgundy. Uh, let's see here. Let me. Matter of fact, let me not share my screen anymore. If this is proof, then this is proof, right? <laughs> you see those fringes? Let me see. Oh wait, same picture. Apparently these are uh, Hebrew Israelites, according to Ishan Burgundy. And see, I got I got a of ancient old pick, <laughs> right, right here on the uh, I will probably the left side of your your camera or your screen. But this having this does not prove you're an Israelite. Neither does Ishan Burgundy's uh, little graphic he he tries to uh, put in. Um, I think, let me, let me share my screen again. Cause he says, secretly, we forgive the acts of Christian slavers. Cause we think they introduced us to God, not knowing we already knew y'all, but we rebelled and these wicked men were sent to carry out a judgment on us. It's okay to drop their false theology and turn back to the covenant through the Messiah. So I'll let that stand for, uh, as, as it may, um, Yeah, so said they tired of woke people waking people up. This is what siblings do. We're obeying the father. So like, like I said, this is just all, all, uh, you know, this is his main focus. I mean, he just constantly focused upon trying to demonstrate that his central thesis, his main thing he wants to do is prove that he is a Hebrew Israelite and black people are the Hebrew Israelites that the Bible speaks of from, uh, that's Ishan's, uh, you know claim and so you don't really hear about the gospel but you guys saw the video if you haven't i did a video on ishan burgundy uh where i showed the development really if you listen to what he's saying he's actually arguing for salvation dependent upon the law you know he says return back to the covenant you got many many of you guys i know reform uh tosin was there um you guys remember right the video i played where he, he he's talking about <laughs> returning back to the covenant. I mean that, that that literally goes against the whole book of Hebrews. We're like like no, we don't need to return back to the old covenant. We have a new, superior, better covenant. And so a lot of things he's arguing for. It, it's sad. Yeah, as someone said it's sad. But I promised that I was gonna uh, actually break down the Deuteronomy twenty eight. Uh, video that he posted he shares from this female breaking it down majority of females multiple people in the video and um i'm gonna break that down because there's some concerning things in that video but nevertheless it's ishan burgundy sharing it so he's he's in a full agreement with this stuff so right you wouldn't share that video if you unless you agree with at least the majority of it right um let me go to uh i just want to wake section here okay so let's 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 do a deep dive guys you, you guys ready to, you guys ready to do a bible study tonight on <laughs> this lovely friday night january 21st 2022 let's do a bible study guys let's let's uh let's dig in be baptized and enjoy the blessing yo watch this video i'm telling you watch this video yo now here's the covenant that y'all was just talking about. It's very simple. We make it all complicated, particularly those of us um, who are in Christianity, coming out of it, whatever. We make it very complicated, but it's actually very simple. Obedience leads to blessing. Disobedience leads to cursing. That's really the covenant. I couldn't help but think of Galatians 3 while she said that. Because... Guess what? If you're going to be dependent upon 
uh, blessing or, or your obedience for the blessing, you don't understand the gospel, right? Romans 3, twin, Romans, th sorry, <laughs> Galatians 10, sorry, Galatians 3, chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied today. It says, for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, cursed be everyone who does not abide by all the things written in the book of law and do them, right? So if you're going to go the route of, of blessing, you, <laughs> you got to do all of it. Verse 11. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Curses everyone who is hanging on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. That's, that's what it's all about. Uh, Romel, are you a supporter of this? Because I'm going to show how the, the next slide is actually even more troubling. It's more troubling. But since you want to see it, let's go. Very, very straightforward. So let us look into what these blessings are and then what these cursings are. I'm just going to summarize, but they're all found in Deuteronomy 28, which Milton started to read earlier. So the blessings of obedience include, and I'm just summarizing what's there in Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14, favor, prosperity, health, wealth, victory, respect, financial freedom, mm. and position. I don't know, when I, when I heard this, I was like, man, this sounds extremely like Prosperity Gospel 2.0, right? That if we obey then we'll get these things. Ah, so, so much for the apostles. I mean, I guess they were disobedient. I mean, Jesus himself, <laughs> you know, I mean, obedience is not a, a uh, you know, a marker for receiving material, uh, material wealth or, or, or favor or any of these things. So, I, I mean, you know, so, that, that's something to deal with there. I, I'd be interested to see what would be responded back to that. That's why I'm saying, you know, this is why I think you need a full grasp of things like biblical theology, um, covenant theology to understand, you know, covenant of grace versus covenant of works. So that's where I hold to. I, I know some some people may not uh, agree <laughs> with uh, with that, you know, have to change maybe some of your uh, hermeneutical uh, you know, interpretations, but that's where I lay. That's where I lay at, and that's how I interpret things like Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Let, before we get deep into Deuteronomy twenty-eight, let me let me say this. Um, Deuteronomy twenty-eight is not a prophecy. Uh, black Hebrew, oh sorry, let me <clears throat> Hebrew Israelites uh, depend on that. They depend that Deuteronomy twenty-eight is a prophecy. It's not a prophecy. Rather, Deuteronomy 28 is a covenantal contract between God and his people. Blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience. And, and ultimately, it's like what God is demonstrating is you cannot go the route of works. Hence why you need grace. Hence why I have to do it. So, yeah. If you obey Yah's covenant, his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, here are all the things that he promises to give you. So all this, oh, I want favor and I want to be prosperous and I want to be. But the issue is not the law. The issue is us. <laughs> the Bible literally says that, right? Uh, the, the issue isn't what God, what, what God commands. We're the problem. We, we literally cannot obey all the law. Because remember, Galatians 3, if you're going to go all the, the route of law, you got to do all of it. Not 99%. Works will always fail you. You, you. you are incapable of this. That's what the law was given. To show you your incapability. And guess what? That should point you to the Messiah. Charlene, this is... Hope I pronounced your name right. He's not awoke. He's in error. 
I did a whole video on that last week showing, responding to his statements, showing how he's actually contradicting the Bible. Very plain. It's not about keeping all the laws. Then why appeal? Why point people to the law? And we're going to, we're going to, guys, I'm not done yet. We're going to show how more so he's there. This is what's being argued. Just wait till the end when the solution is given. You guys are going to be, you guys are going to drop your jaw to the floor. How, how do you get it? According to the word, you get it by obeying his laws, statutes, and judgment. No, actually, you get favor by trusting in Christ. See, this is fundamentally wrong. They're pointing inward. The, the gospel points us outward. As, as Luther said, I love this language of an alien righteousness. You need a foreign righteousness, not your righteousness. Your righteousness is the problem because it's unrighteousness. It's tainted with sin. Even your good deeds are, are, are filled with sin. Hence, why you need Christ. Look outward, my friend. Don't look inward. On the flip side, there are consequences for disobedience. And here are some of the cursings. And I'm summarizing again. You'll have trouble on every side. Mm. Poverty. Mm. Destruction, premature death, mm. physical and mental illness, mm. defeat, and oppression. Mm. This is what would happen to Israel if Israel disobeyed Yah's covenant. Mm. Uh, other cursings of disobedience. This is what Yah said to Israel. If you do not obey, your wives are going to be raped. Mm. You're going to build houses for other people. Mm. You're going to plant crops for other people. You're going to raise livestock for other people. Your children will be given to other people. And in verse 33, it says, A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the produce of your labor, and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually. Some of this should start to sound familiar. All right, so let me stop there. Because what is this lady... Uh, trying to uh, get you to think. Well, I wrote I wrote this down because I wanted to articulate it well. Here's the conclusion that this lady wants to draw for you: so-called blacks during uh, during these times, during these things that were highlighted during slavery. So this happened to so-called blacks. But if you look closely, these are general truths about any group that has been enslaved. Right? Uh, wives raped, forced to build houses. Plant crops for other people, livestock, raise livestock, children given to other. In general, it was someone, a nation far off that you did not know. And so these, these are general truths about going into captivity for any nation. So and, and so that's why I believe these are the specific verses you have to highlight. And we'll see what happens. We're going to see that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, Brandon Rogers, you, you know the text. What about cannibalism? Cannibalism. Guess let me let me ask you, do you think that verse was ever touched in this? <laughs> Let's continue. These cursings, we should be connecting the dots here. I'm going to keep going. In uh, verses 36 and 37, it says, Yah will bring you and the king whom you set over you to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known. Do we agree that this could not apply to Egypt? Do we agree that Egypt was a nation known to Israel? So her argument is, well, this could not be Egypt because Israel knew Egypt. They knew about Egypt. Well, since she's going to have a very literalistic uh, interpretation, uh, you know, in Jeremiah 5, 15, this, this is dealing with the part of a nation which you have not known. It says, behold, I am bringing a distant nation against you, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. It is an established nation, an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know and whose speech you do not understand. And so this is a parallel passage. If you if you look at a commentary, Jeremiah 15 should be a parallel uh, passage. And notice it says it's an ancient nation. I hope she isn't arguing that America is an ancient nation. And also, since you want to be super literalistic, if we're being literal, then America doesn't have a king because they're saying this is talking about America. Well, America doesn't have a king. 
<laughs> we have a president. It is totally different from a king. Different uh, judicial system. Um, yes, but the verse does say Egypt. So they here's what they will do. They turn the word Egypt to mean house of bondage. Therefore, it doesn't have to be literal Egypt. But I'm going to show you how the problems rise when you um, take that into consideration. I Here's what I believe. 2 Kings 24.12 tells us about this king that was taken. Because there was no king taken from Africa. Uh, 2 Kings 24.12, it says, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, his mother, his servants, his commanders, his officials, all surrendered to the king of Babylon. And so there we see this ancient nation being taken from, uh, or the Israelites being taken into this captivity. See, see the problem with uh, Hebrew Israelite is that they look, they want these things to be fulfillment of them. When the Bible says they're fulfillment in the Bible, it, it's, it's narcissistic. Uh, <laughs> this is a question. Shouldn't shouldn't it be addressed that even supporting a woman teacher over man is already an error in itself? It's a little how it started with Ishan. I'm not so the reason why I did, didn't address that is because I can't tell the audience. Um, it's just slides, so I don't know who who's all there. And so I don't want to make a bigger point than it is. And so, yeah. Yes. So when it's said... uh, second Kings 24, 12, second Kings 24, 12 for that uh, reference, by the way, he's going to punish you and take you to a nation that you and your fathers don't know. We're not talking about the time that Israel uh, was enslaved in Egypt. This is something else. So it can't be talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, the Bible, you know, speaking of these things, um, you know, uh, and matter of fact, because she's saying, well, it's because it, it can't be about those who um, around that time, because Israel knew about them. Well, like I said, that's being super literalistic. Because this 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 phrase, you nor your fathers have not known is essentially you have not covenanted with them. Right. You're not together covenantally because Amos 3, 2 talks about the same thing. Let me. Uh, let me look up Amos 3, 2. Because it uses the same language, but now it uses it of God. Notice it says. God speaking, you only have I known, speaking of Israel, of all the families of the earth. Now, are we to interpret that as God only knows about Israel? He doesn't actually know like uh knowledge-wise, right, about other nations? Well, of course God does. The point is, is speaking covenantally. God didn't give the covenant to other nations. Now, other nations could come into Israel being part of the Israel covenant, but he didn't make a covenant, um, you know, in that sense with, <laughs> you know, Egypt. And so, yeah, they skip over the Babylonian exile. <laughs> like, the Bible gives its fulfillment. And so... Uh, so, yeah, so very interesting. All right. A nation which neither you nor your fathers have known. And there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. And you shall become an astonishment. Of you guys want to know what I've heard other Hebrew Israelites say when it says, and there you shall serve other God, other gods, wood and stone. They'll say the wood is Christianity because of the cross and stone is Islam because of, uh you know, the Kaaba and things like that. So. <laughs> They'll say, well, generally, black people are either Christians or they're Muslims. Uh, you know, you do have a large, uh, you know, black, black Islam community. And so <laughs> I think that's funny because it's clearly just a reference to idolatry, not Christianity and Islam. That's that's absurd. And a byword among all nations where God will drive you all nations. So it sounds like he's going to if they're disobedient, he's going to drive them to several places not just one place but a whole bunch of places that they didn't know before mm. and yes israel was uh in captivity to multiple nations in syria babylonia uh even in rome and so again the bible tells about these things but they want to apply themselves apply it to themselves for i guess you know identity crisis issues i mean astonishment people will talk about these people and just shake their head like oh yes guys if you're watching 
I'll take the time right now to tell you, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel if you're not, and hit the notification bell. Just want to give that reminder. Let's keep it going. Yeah, what's wrong with them? They're an astonishment. Hmm. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb and a byword among all nations, wherever the Lord shall lead thee. No matter where the Negro lives, he considered to be a lesser individual and a byword everywhere. Nigger, Niger, Jigaboo, Sambo, Swasa, Coon, Monkey, you name it. And so that's to get the little emotion. There's going to be a lot of pictures like that, guys, just for their emotionalism. But guess what? Whenever slavery was done and, and things like this, you, you, you have multiple groups who have experienced uh terrible depictions of themselves as those cartoons depicted and so that's nothing new i mean you have that with asian communities i mean that's done today right with their eyes i think it's despicable that the, you know it's painted that way um you have that with hispanics and all sorts of people group people do racial guess what racists do racist things but none of that proves that black people are the israelites because they got made fun of or the uh, people were racist towards them because that happens with multiple groups Another cursing of disobedience, failed businesses, your sons and your daughters will be made. <laughs> I know a lot of people who have failed businesses. <laughs> Don't mean there is a light. <laughs> Slaves and foreigners will rise higher and higher above you and you will come down lower and lower. The black neighborhood is the only neighborhood where nothing is owned by their own community. But this was not, this was not uh, always true. If you look historically, uh, you know, especially like in the 60s, even earlier than that, there was a thriving black community. What happened? I got answers, but maybe we'll talk about that for another time. <laughs> it is the foreigners and immigrants who come to the black neighborhoods to make money. The Arabs, the Indians, the Asians, the Ashkenazi Jews, they all... <laughs> My man Lawrence said, 2,000 years of history just skipped. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is pure historical revisionism. Absolutely. Yeah, because if this is supposed to be the the case throughout all the time, what about in the 800 year, year 800 AD? You know, where is the Why not bring that up? Well, cuz it doesn't fit the narrative because you have a lot of black people enslaving other black people. Yeah, they don't bring that up. To America, and they ascend up the economic ladder while blacks remain in poverty. The stranger gets up very high while we remain very low. Let, let me show you something, guys, because these, these, you know, slavery was not an invention in the transatlantic slave trade. But by the way, the word slave comes from the term Slav, which was, you know, the Slavic people. That's literally where the term comes from. Uh, let me let me read this. It's the etymology it says the old and written history of the Slavs can be shortly summarized. Myriads of slave hunts and and the enthrallment of entire peoples. The Slavs was the most prized of human goods. With increased strength outside his martially land of origin, hardened to the utmost among all privation, industrious content with little good humor, yada, yada, yada. He filled the slave markets of Europe, Asia, and Africa. It must be remembered that for every... Slavonic slave who reached his destination at least 10 succumbed to inhumane treatment during transport into the heat of climate. So according to what we're reading, how could why, why couldn't the Slav, you know, place these things on themselves? Because guess what? These things even happened earlier. See, this is why this is what's called historical revisionism, as someone said. You, you look now and you place these things back onto the text. Just I'll give you an example. Ezekiel talks about the wheels of the chariot, right? You have a lot of that language used in Ezekiel. It would be absurd to think because Ezekiel says wheels that he's talking about a Honda Accord, right? <laughs> or a Bugatti, right? Whatever, whatever vehicle you prefer <laughs> of choice. That's the exact same thing being done here. It's, it's reading back of what you know today into the context of to the Bible. And that's a very dangerous thing to do. And we want to warn and safeguard from doing that 45 and 46 Ooh, sorry <laughs> moreover all these curses 
shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you. I want to stop right there because I want to keep a reminder that it says all these curses shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you, right? Did that happen? <laughs> I'll let you be the judge as we continue with this. You are destroyed because you did not obey the voice of Yah your Elohim to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. And they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and upon your descendants forever, forever, forever. And the kicker is verse 46. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder and upon thy seed forever. A sign and a wonder upon thy people forever. When you think about slavery, slave ships, poverty, oppression, plantations, who come to mind? Um, a lot of people groups, because I'm not a racist. Uh, there's a lot of people groups who have been enslaved. Now, in your mind, that's the slavery you were always taught about in school, which I think is despicable and terrible that, and, and they'll do it here. They put the whole history of black people connected to slavery. I, ah. What people on the planet are the poster children for these topics? Type in any one of these worlds in Google and see what happens. There is Google's going to be <laughs> the source of, okay. Only one people whose identity and entire history revolves around these things. There's only one one people group. <laughs> that's 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 interesting if you know history. Eight. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies, whom y'all will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in need of everything. This picture is hard to see from where you are, but it says world's richest standard of living. I want to uh, show you guys something. Because it's something that it, it's not talked about much in history and many people don't know about it. But did you know that the first millionaire in America was a black person? Let me show you. Let me show you this, guys. It's a black woman. Uh, Madam C.J. Walker. <laughs> if you don't know the name. No, I think there's actually a, a film in uh, on Netflix about her, which is actually pretty decent, by the way. Um, Madam C.J. Walker was the first millionaire in America. And there were actually quite a bit of black millionaires. Uh, so something to consider. I don't, I'm not sure how this fits with the narrative we're being told. Um, but Madam C.J. Walker, uh, check into her. She brilliant woman uh what she did during that time period is was amazing so yeah just yeah you, you may not hear about it in schools uh I, I think it's excellent and like i said there's tons of black millionaires that were millionaires in this time period <laughs> in in the time that we were least you know as as, as being told us on the screen you know so yeah and look at all those folks lined up just to get some food. It hasn't changed all that much, but I mean, I know we think <laughs> we're being told that it hasn't changed that much. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't see a lot of black people lining up for soup kitchens and stuff. Um, that, that might change given our economy, but, <laughs> but it is not the normative experience that I see with black people, even, even in poor communities. We're doing better, but just look at Georgia and the amount of unemployment among a certain group of people dependent on the state, just as they- I'll say right now is not a good uh, time for, uh, you know, a lot of people are unemployed right now, so <laughs> it's not a good time during the depression verse 48 and he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you verse 49 Yah will well hold on not so fast because i because I, 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 oh, 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 don't, don't skip over that verse too fast verse 49 <laughs> uh because you know, he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. And so this will be told, hey, this is a fulfillment of, uh, you know, the Israelites. Well, you have to be careful. 
because some of this has happened to other nations too. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us about it. Jeremiah 28, 14. Jeremiah 28, 14. I, I got to repeat the verses so you guys know. It. I want you guys to have these on hand. Be ready. It says, for thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put upon the neck of all these nations an iron yoke to serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they shall serve him for I have given to him even the beast of the field. And so here in Jeremiah 28, multiple nations were enslaved and had a yoke of iron around their neck. So if this is evidence that you're an Israelite, well, But yeah, yeah, you got you got to you got to get the roots pick up and like I said, this is this is crazy, y'all. But this is the historical revisionism of Hebrew Israelites. Guys, it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse. 49. Yah will bring a nation thank you against you from afar. Again, this could not be Egypt. We saw Egypt right. So, because it says you know, from the end of the earth, a nation you have not known, it couldn't be Egypt and watch the reason giving. Next to Israel. It was right because she's. Oh, let me, let me go back just to, just so you can hear. Against you from afar. Again, this could not be Egypt. We saw Egypt right next to Israel. So Egypt was next to Israel. So that's why it couldn't be talking about uh, Egypt or any other nation for that matter. But let me let me give you a historical <laughs> explanation because. This is totally thinking in a Western mindset where you have cars and airplanes, right? Where it can take 20 minutes to, to, to get somewhere. Guess what? They didn't have cars like that. It says, uh, I'm reading from this source, the total straight line distance between Egypt and Canaan is uh, about 5,270 miles, okay? If you walk there, it would take 11 days. But let's 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 even do something more because put it in its context because it's numerous people, right? Thousands of people will be on that journey. So let's let's say it took two to two and a half weeks. That's far. In the Israelite mind, in a, a, a first you know, a early century Israelite, that is to the ends of the earth. That is from the end of the earth. That's a long journey. So again, <laughs> that doesn't actually prove your point. Because you're a Westerner thinking like a Westerner because you have a car. And guess what? This trip could take you a day, maybe uh, a couple days, you know, a couple days. I'll give you two days, right? Would take would take numerous days from an Israelite. Yeah, they got to put the Kunta Kinte pick up, of course. But uh, let me keep going here. You bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth. As the eagle flies, a nation whose language you will not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which does not respect the elderly, nor show favor to the young. So those online were displaying a picture of a young woman who is hanging by her neck from a tree. She's obviously been lynched. This nation will be of fierce countenance. Fierce. And um, it says there... It says in, in your version by the price says as swift as the eagle. That's added. You can see it's italicized. Well, it's not added. It's actually describing what the text says. Other version says swoops down like an eagle. It's talking about the swiftness that uh, the Lord will bring judgment upon. But watch watch what's interpreted when you see the eagle. It's, if you're thinking about a Hebrew Israelite, you're thinking nation. What are you thinking about right now? Doo, doo. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> Let me let me give a little theme theme music for this, you know, so you can think like a Hebrew. Have you got it? All right, let's keep going. Eagle. What is that a symbol of? I looked it up. Eagle was a symbol of Rome. Of Germany. It's a current symbol of the United States of America. It is even a sign used in the insignia for the Scottish Rite 33-degree maces. Hmm. All those align themselves with the eagle, and all of them qualify as nations from the end of the earth. As for Germany, in 1880-something, I can't remember if it was 1881. So she's trying to say, well, the eagle represents, you know, the power of that nation. And, and that, that's what eagle does represent in our, in our time. 
people use that as a symbol of power. But the text literally said it, it's speaking about this swiftness or the the it's using eagle as an analogy of how the Lord will bring across the swiftness of the judgment, not not speaking about the symbol of that nation. Because if that's the that's, if that's the case, guess who else has nations that have the eagle as their symbol? Ghana, Poland, Romania, Mexico, and Nigeria. <laughs> so be consistent with this. 1885, Germany uh, convened a conference in Berlin where all the European nations got together and said, you can have that portion of Africa, France. You can have that portion of Africa, Germany. You can have that portion, Italy. And you can have that portion, Holland. And they all divvy, they literally carved up the nation. Again, a nation far from the ends of the earth, he will send against you a fierce countenance. Verse 63, and you shall be plucked. You notice how many verses were skipped there? <laughs> uh, you know, okay, just trying to be fair. Maybe she's trying to be quick and thorough, but let's keep going. From off the land which you go to possess. If Israel didn't obey, they're going to be taken out of their land. All right, verse 64, then y'all will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other, and there you shall serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. They're taken, Israel, true Israel is taken out of its land and scattered throughout the earth and driven into idolatry. Mm. Mm. Verse 65, and among those nations you shall find no rest, nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there And that's, they, uh, they actually believe that, that black people in America do not have rest, that we're still weary, you know. Now, spiritually, that's true, right? We, uh, this, this earth is not our home, right? It's not, this isn't in the promised land, but... I mean, just show sad pictures back back on the day where it's like you want to feed a child for a dollar a day. Show those, show those pictures, and it's supposed to make some emotional connection, right? Yeah, I will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and anguish of soul. It's sad that it's so easy to find these pictures on the internet. Mm -hmm. You can find white people like this as well. Guess what? You you do have a group that existed prior to the uh, black Hebrew the Hebrew Israelites. Um, called the British Hebrew Israelites and they'll probably post pictures like this but in the <laughs> in the reverse so yeah it's easy they're from different parts of the world by the way not even the same country but it's the same condition mm. and the curse is written in Deuteronomy imagine showing LeBron James and his children and other black successful well, thousands of black people you can show that that aren't their condition this this fell on all of Israel, not some of Israel. So these pictures don't prove your point. 28 are not the only curses or prophecies concerning Israel's exile. Jeremiah 17, verse 4. And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thy heritage that I gave thee. And I will cause thee to serve thy enemies in a land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled my anger, which shall burn forever. When people were separated from their heritage, their language and their culture. The Ashkenazi claim they have literally every group who has been enslaved. So there. Keeping the Torah for forever. So when were they separated from their heritage? Isaiah 42, verse 22. This is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. They are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and none delivered. Therefore a spoil and none saith restore. Isaiah 51 and 20. Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. As a wild bull in the net, they are full of the fury of the Lord, the rebuke of thy God. You tell me who does this. Who does the scripture illustrate? Who feels... So, <laughs> the scripture is not to give you the picture of to go out and look for a people that fits these groups. Because guess what? There's multiple... Multiple nations have been place under slavery and have a similar experience like this. So stop it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Stop it. Prisons. Who hangs on the street corners? 
angry with the world. Uh, prostitutes. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of people, especially depending on your 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 area. But again, it's 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 like I said, this is historical revisionism. So as we have proved, not a single one of the Deuteronomy 28 curses were fulfilled by the Ashkenazi Jews. But not one, right? Not one. Everyone has been fulfilled by the so-called Negro. Everyone. Everyone. Let, let me let me show you all the verses that they skipped that don't fit their uh <laughs> uh you know, ideology. They skipped verse 27. The Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors and scabs and itch of which you cannot be healed. Skip that part. They skip verse 29. You shall grope at noonday as the blind grope in darkness. So blindness will come upon them. Interesting. Skip that part. Verse 35. Boils again. The Lord will strike you on the knees and on the legs with grievous boils of which you cannot be healed. From the sole of your feet to the crown of your head. So uh, verse 52. They shall siege you in all your towns until the high walls and high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout all your land. So pretty much they're going to destroy the city. I don't recall them doing that in Africa. They were sold. People willingly want to sold them. They skip verse uh, 53 and you shall eat the fruit of your womb. Oh, that'd be cannibalism. Hmm. They skip that part conveniently. I guess why we know why. Uh, verse 60, and he will bring upon you all the diseases of Egypt. So the, all the plagues of Egypt shall come upon these people. Skip that part. Skip that part. Uh, I wonder why. They skip verse 68, and the Lord will bring you back in ships to Egypt. Meaning back. Hmm, you are already in Egypt? Hmm, when were black people, as they interpret Egypt as being America, when were black people in America taken out and then brought back to America? Hmm, skip that part. Wonder why. There will be no buyer. Hmm, skip that part, because there was a buyer. That's why they have to translate that word as a redeemer. But the word is buyer. So all these verses, they, they skipped over. But we're supposed to just believe, just because they made a few references. <laughs> oh, that th this is us. This is black people. See, when you struggle for identity, this is the kind of things uh, you need. So now that we've identified true Israel and see that their slavery, oppression, and persecution was a curse that came upon them from turning from their God and breaking his covenant and his commandments. Let's see if the scripture gives us a solution to our problem. So guys, here, here, here's, here's the solution. If you've been waiting this whole time, remember Eshan Burgundy, this is Eshan Burgundy sharing this video saying this is a solution for black people. I'm going to play this whole section. I'm not even going to stop it. Because this is the part why I chose to respond. If it was all this, I would have been like, ah, it's just silliness. But this is why I chose to respond. This is the solution. Okay, remember? Hold on, you, you, didn't, you didn't hear that. Maybe you didn't hear it. Breaking his covenant and his commandments. Let's see if the scripture gives us a solution to our problem. Solution. Deuteronomy 30 verses 1 through 11 and it shall come to pass when all these things come upon thee the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord thy God hath driven thee and thou shalt return to the Lord thy God and shall obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day and thou and thy children with all thy heart and with all thy soul that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and I will return and gather thee from all the nations where the Lord thy God have scattered thee. And if any man be driven out to the othermost parts of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. And the Lord thy God will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good, and he will multiply thee above thy fathers. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thy heart in the heart of thy seed, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, that thou mayest live. And the Lord thy God will put all the curses upon thine enemies and upon them that hate thee, which persecuted thee. And thou shalt return and obey the voice of the Lord to do all the commandments which I command thee this day. And the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy land for good. 
the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good, as he rejoiced over thy fathers. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in the book of this law, and if thou return to the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, for this is the commandment which I command thee this day, is not hidden from neither thee, is it far off. So the scripture states that Listen after now. the curses have came upon us. Listen now, guys. That after we seek him and turn back to the Torah and keep his laws and his commandments and circumcise our hearts, that he will regather us from the lands that took us into slavery and bless us above our ancestors. And the nation that oppressed us, he will judge. We are the rebirth of a nation, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What was missing from the solution? If you were listening, it's very clear, it's very evident. What was missing from Ishan Burgundy's solution? I want to give you guys a minute to, to check that out. Grace and peace, Denise. What was missing from that solution? Because if as a Christian, you should... You should be sad. You should, you know, be concerned. Because his answer was wrong. That's not the solution. Christ was missing. That's right. Grace, Christ, faith. Jesus was missing from all of that. Rather, the solution he gave was keep the law. This is Ishan Burgundy sharing this. Right. And so this is why I'm why I'm concerned. That's why I'm concerned, because that solution doesn't save you. It's the fruit of salvation. Don't get me wrong. It's important. But you get the order wrong. You get the gospel wrong. Right. It's not faith and works equal salvation. Faith. Gives in Christ gives saves you. And that's what now gives you the ability to work but you get the order wrong you get the gospel wrong paul says that in galatians 1 there is no other gospel you get it wrong the so-called gospel that you're proclaiming you're an anathema you're an anathema so ishan you know proudly proclaims his heritage Ishan, this is for you because I know you watch my videos. <laughs> we, we saw that last time from, uh, you know, you trying to call me out. Ishan, would you like to have a discussion? Would you like to have a discussion about these things? Here's, here's why I think you play other people saying a lot of the more in-depth stuff because you can't articulate it. You, you're still new to this. Now, that's my assertion. I could be wrong. But Ishan, I know you watch my videos. It's it's nothing for you and I to have a have a conversation to discuss these things in the dialogue. Right, Ak? Don't you think I'm a I'm a Akiyim? That I'm a I'm a a fellow brethren? Right? Let's dialogue. Because I do have concerns about your theology. And not because I'm a Uncle Tom sellout. I, I know I know how Hebrew Israelites talk. I know how they do once you disagree with their, uh, you know, ideology. M most of them, not all, most of them though. Sell out. Oh, you just want the white man's theology? I'm convinced by Scripture, man. It ain't got nothing to do with me being a racist. Let's be real. A lot of you guys are racist, and you hate your you hate your own African descendants. You hate your own history, so you hijack someone else's to find importance. But if you knew, even being an Israelite doesn't make you important. Being in Christ does. Oh, how much better it is to be found among the seed of Christ than to be a physical seed of Abraham. That's what you need to be found in. That's the true reality. But you guys, you guys get it wrong. Because <laughs> you don't understand. You don't understand the gospel. But that's why God has raised up men like me 
and other people that are that are uh, zealous to share the gospel, to expose this yep cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He called me the angry black man. <laughs> angry black, you know what, right? Uh, you know so. Because he says, well, I'm not saying no other nation can be saved, but you present this this black ethnic supremacy. This hierarchy. You know. That's right. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't read the book. <laughs> they didn't read the book. But yeah, it's you, you guys are are focused, so focused on you. So focused on you. Um. Yeah, it's 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 sad. It's sad that the focus is on you. And so, yeah. Hope hopefully, guys, this video was helpful. Uh, hope it hope it was uh, encouraging to you all. Um, I know we got some big stuff going down this weekend. <laughs> My man Seiko's already hit me up. Uh, he's like, "Call me, bro. Call me." <laughs> uh. But yeah, next week I got some good stuff coming up as well. I'm going to be interviewing a not a Hebrew Israelite, but a son, the son of a Hebrew Israelite. The the son, he's a Christian, and his father is a Hebrew Israelite. And he's going to explain how the cult has affected his family. He's going to explain how um all this has has affected him. And so, I think it'll be good just dialoguing with him just showing uh you know, the, the importance of the gospel. Let's see what else I got coming up. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, I got a video on doing my CHH thing. I got some stuff coming up on Michael Todd. Some more stuff on that. <laughs> oh, thank you there. Glad it was helpful. Yeah, man, hit the like button, y'all. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. So, yeah, man, grace and peace, y'all. Um, Let's see what else I got coming. I got... um, I got some other lives dropping. I want to do a live about... Uh, oh, yeah, I got an Andy, Andy, Mini, uh, Andy Minio video comparison going through his old music. Uh, versus his new music and so that'll be good y'all uh so yeah man I, I got some good content dropping i got some more more stuff uh what's my intro song called it's called clean matter of fact let me uh share that with you here if y'all want to listen to the song i'll drop it in the chat right now so yeah uh you can check it out there and hope it blesses you hope it encourages you hope you like it you know so i do music as well i'm working on some more music uh i want to do a music video soon when it get a little warmer hey i know i'm in texas but still hey some of y'all don't get it man it get cold here yep some of y'all like well it's negative here no i'm telling you man when it get like 30 it's like bone chilling cold like that humidity and that cold air, it like hurts you you know what i mean it's like you're like ugh it just and it's windy too man like so where i'm at in texas so <laughs> don't be saying man it don't get cold down in uh texas man it, it get cold and so yeah well you know we can't deal with that ice either because we we don't really be investing in snow trucks like that so hey man hope you got a good lift in at the gym listening to the song so yeah man uh i'm gonna wrap it up here man i'm gonna wrap it up you guys have a good weekend um like i said be on the lookout for for stuff i'm about to drop uh i'm in texas yeah i'm in north texas that's where i live um I'm, i reside in north texas if y'all need a church let me know uh okay lord willing promote you uh point you in the right direction i actually want to do a video on the church and in that uh i want to show people how they can find a good church if if they're not if they're not plugged into one and so, uh, so yeah, uh, be looking, looking for that. Yeah. Houston's cold right now too, man. See, see, I lived, I, funny enough. I used to, I just moved from Corpus Christi. 
uh, not too long ago. I was just I was in Corpus for a year, and so uh, me and Street Hands will have a fire combo. I tried, <laughs> I tried to, but uh, let's just say it didn't work out. Um, yeah, so uh, he unfollowed me on Twitter. We were. <laughs> So, yeah, but that's another story for another day. But, uh, yeah, man, y'all have a blessed uh, Saturday, blessed weekend. I know I know, um, I know. Um, Saturday a lot of y'all going to be busy. <laughs> so y'all enjoy that video. I'm, I'm going to try to make it. I got to do. I got a new album dropping. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just think, thinking about just dropping new songs. I got a song on abortion that I want to drop. Hey, check this out. If you become a Patreon subscriber, if you become a YouTube member, you'll get to hear stuff before it drops. So that's a, hey, new music, new videos. Matter of fact, videos before I even drop it, I'll always share a couple days earlier. And so supporters always get that. So uh, do that for me, please. If you, if you want to support, I, you know, no harm foul. No, hey, you'll still hear it eventually. Uh, let me drop this in the chat. If you're not following uh, my, yes, I am reformed in my theology. If you're not following my Facebook page, I just dropped the link. Make sure you like the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash all things theology. Um, just follow the page, the podcast on, on Facebook, you know, converse there. And so, yeah, man, hope it'll bless you. Hope all that information. I got links in the description as well if you if you check it out. But yeah, guys, let me wrap it up. Enjoy your weekend. God bless you all. Till the next time. You know how we do it here. You know how we do the ending, man, at All Things Theology. Let's go. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Till the next time. Grace and peace.